clack, click clack, shibbity clack, clack, space bar, space bar, enter, delete, 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 click the clack, click the clack, space bar. I just feel like I see you guys both on the phone now. Click the clack, question mark, space bar, space bar, click the clack, space, space, click the clack, click the clack, return, click the clack. Should clack, clack, are you texting on my face? Delete, delete, delete. I take it you're texting on my face. You're impersonating me typing on the phone when I'm talking, correct? Correct. You're a cock goblin. <laughs> so, long story short, I've got to go. I don't got E9. So, Deja's sitting in the background silently. Are we live? We're live. But the live was going to get. Yes, we are. Oh, okay. Well, let's start all over. Okay. <laughs> We're starting over because it's already rolling. So, well, so well. I'm. Hey, how's it going? Did you call me? <laughs> I did call you. Yes. Yeah, dude. I just I just got home, man. It's great to hear from you, man. How you been? You know, I've been good since the last time I talked to you ten minutes ago when you were already home. Oh, cool, man. I didn't I didn't know I talked to you. Anyways, what's going on? So, on behalf of Deja over at Crime Time, it's ASIC one here interviewing Snafu, ETC, and. There is a bundle of questions that uh, kids on the website and people in general want to know. So since we've got you on the phone and um, you've had a chance to have, uh, you know, your own freedom, we get you on the phone to talk and uh, talk shit to us like I expect you will. Okay. Are you ready to talk shit? Okay. Okay. So <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and start out with the basic questions first. Your name came from where? What does it mean exactly? Anything at all? Uh, name snafu, situation normal all fucked up, World War II terminology, that's basically it. You just thought life was all fucked up? Yeah. Great, it is. So, in reference to that, um, when did you start writing? 98. 98, huh? What was it that got you into graffiti? I mean, why graffiti of all things? I mean, I know that you do plenty of uh, fancy art on your own that not a lot of people might know, but uh, why graffiti? Uh, always been around it. Grew up right in front of the train tracks, right in front of my house. You know, I've just always been around trains, always been around graffiti. Um, I don't know. Just, just how it is. I just got interested and started doing it. But, I mean, you had formal art training when you were younger, or was it you started fucking around and drawing graffiti when you were younger? Uh, I don't know, probably when I was, like, early teens. Just started, you know, messing around. Didn't take it seriously until about 98. So, you know, I'd say that's when I officially started writing. So you decided that... Back then, you just wanted to do trains, the walls really weren't for you, you said, fuck it, walls are boring, or what was that got you stuck on trains? Uh, I did a couple walls, um, got popped, doing a wall, and ever since then, I, ne I just never did walls anymore, through it, fuck it, not doing it, I don't, have, I don't have any desire, trains travel, people see it, and that's about it. So do you have any particular influences, or was it just a matter of, like, trains in general, graffiti in general, or was there, like, any particular people you saw where you're like, 
say, look, I want to, I want to do something that's, you know, I want to, want to pay more trains like him. I want to stuff or want to do, I mean, any type of influences at all that got you doing what you're doing. I mean, you know, you know damn well. I mean, where we grew up, I mean, we got we caught the lines right from Canada. So I mean, we're seeing old school virus panels in like '96, '95, um, catching cameo kaput. I remember catching Questo meets a bunch of times. So I mean, those are the kids that stood out in my mind. Jabber, all those KYT kids. I mean, those are the the main people that I would see catching on, you know, on the rails. Was, no, I hear you. Coming, you know, coming through our area. Yeah, the Seattle, Seattle-Vancouver connection is real, you know, it's real big, you know, back then. There was more people in Seattle doing trains and stuff, but yeah. I hear you, the Canadian connection, same thing. You're right, we're from the same area and it's, it's huge. So what year was it you painted your first train? I mean, I'm trying to remember. It's been so long since I've known you. I just remember exactly when it was. Hold on, hold on. I got the text now. <laughs> uh, all too common for me to do the same thing. All right, cool. We're I'm back. Um, <laughs> I'd say I'd say probably like early '99. I, I started. I probably painted my first train. Because yeah, I have old flicks of you and I painting trains together in '99. I remember that. So I mean, I must have, if I'm not, I must have hooked up with you shortly after that because I think it was pretty much close around that same time. I think we probably hooked up at maybe the end of '99. Uh, yeah, I'd probably say like like fall, like August, September, October. Yeah, probably like September or October for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> So apparently one of the kids on here had a question about, uh, uh, one of the kids had questions about, uh, you know, what kind of things you actually do before you go out painting? I mean, if there's, I mean, I've painted with you and I've done a lot of stuff with you and I know that you're pretty particular, but I mean, they're just curious, you know, how, how serious you take, uh, getting set up to go out and do say a particular train, a theme, you know, you don't ever, I mean, do you ever reach into your, your, your trunk or your, your paint stash and throw it in the bag or are you real particular about it? I mean, enlighten them on that. Just depends on, on who I'm with, who I'm painting with. I mean, if I'm going by myself, I really, I mean, and it depends on my rack, what I got in stock. If I got a, a stack, you know, of paint, I mean, it really doesn't matter. I'll just you know, grab whatever colors I think look good together, plant something out, and then, you know, hit the yard. Also, it depends on the color of the boxcar. Normally, I'll drive by the spot, check the boxcar, see what's, you know, available, and then plan accordingly. <clears throat> For the sake of conversation, I mean, I, I know you personally, and like other people, and I know how you feel about, in general, it's not like you're an antisocial guy, but you're just not a fan of painting with a bajillion different people. So I guess one of these fellows had asked the question, you know, as far as other graph writers, you like them, you say fuck them. I mean, what kind of partners have you had? I mean, you know, how do you feel about, you know, what it takes for you to be, do you need motivation from someone else or are you comfortable with just doing it on your own? I mean, who gets, you know, who, 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 I mean, you know me for a long time, dude. It's you, number one. And then when I moved up to Arizona, probably. So, uh, the, you two are the only people I really 
payments on the frequent, you know. Other than that, I mean, if, you know, someone stops by in town and wants a payment, it just depends on who they, who they are and what kind of person they are. I'm not trying to jump on everybody's dick or have people, you know, speak <laughs> or I just, just for the fun of it. I could care less about that. You got you to gotta be down, you know, with the homie first before, you know, I just go out and just paint a train with you just for fun. So... Yeah, so basically you, you prefer to paint by referral, you know, you want to know someone. You're not like the guy who's going to be on MySpace talking to everybody, trying to be home local kid down the street because he's like, you know, into graffiti that week. You're just kind of more into friends and friends and that's it. And I hear you. Yeah, I'd rather paint by myself than paint with some kid that I don't even know that I'll probably never talk to or just randomly hit me up and be like, hey, uh, I saw your stuff, man, and I'm coming into town and I'm wondering if I can paint. No, thanks. <laughs> so what I I have a question actually. How did you two did you guys know each other outside of graffiti? How'd you two meet? Uh I actually met uh through some other kids kinda that that knew ASIC and then they kinda told them about me and then once we, you know, met, we painted a couple times and after that we just pretty much linked up and just started painting on a regular. Cool. So, um, yeah, it was interesting because he was, I mean, I could tell that he was dead serious about it, you know, and it was real, real serious. I mean, it was funny because there'd be times when I'm just like, ah, it's not working for me. I mean, I had a, had a bundle of crazy stuff going on, but, you know, this dude's always been such a solid friend in general. I mean, even when I was having some, like, rough times and tried to get the dude to, like, I'm not going to say, like, leave me alone, you know what I'm saying? But if I was like, hey, man, I'm just not doing good with some personal shit I don't really want to paint. It wasn't even a matter of painting. The dude would just show up in my house and, like, <laughs> knock on my door and be like, hey, what's up? I ain't nothing in good mood to talk. And he'd just come in and be like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, we're talking, all right. You know, so, I mean, yeah, we've been friends and partners for a long time, but, I mean, yeah, it's just, you know, I knew the dude was serious and, you know, we just uh, clicked him in friends forever and he's, a, you know, he's serious about painting and serious about us being friends and, and uh, you know, being a solid dude. So, yeah, I mean, Definitely. You know, I, I knew then he was serious about it, and he's, he's, he's serious. You know, he's just real particular, though, you know, so I, I know what he means business. Cool. Sorry to butt in. <laughs> no, no, it's cool. It's, uh, yeah, people have asked the same thing. You guys know each other before or after, how'd that work? Um, so we went over why you like trains over, over walls and that, um, if you had a chance to paint them in the day or at nighttime, would you have a preference? I mean, do you really think it makes that big of a difference for you to paint in the day <clears throat> as compared to night? And how do you feel about yard etiquette with kids being dumb shits and roasting places, paint, you know, places they really shouldn't be painting in the day in the day? Uh, I really don't have a uh, preference. I mean, I'll paint in the day or night. It just depends on the spot. I'm really not trying to get hemmed up. So if it's chill, I'll paint in the day. If it's not, I mean, I'll paint at night. It really doesn't matter. But, Yard etiquette is a big thing. Dropping cans, making noise, being idiots, being drunk in the spot, being stupid. I mean, get, get fucked up in the yard, doing stupid <laughs> shit like that. So, stuffing cans and wheel wells, going over numbers, uh, being an absolute fuckface idiot to begin with is just not good news for you? I mean, I really can't say going over numbers. I'll go over all, everything on this box. <laughs> right. uh, black box, numbers, everything. I mean, 
Uh, I mean, that's that's a few. You want to get stamped the fuck out, or I mean, if the, I mean, I've been told by you know the switchman or the engineer, like, yo, just you know, be careful the numbers. I mean, if they tell me to, then you know, I'll respect that. But if I'm in the spot and I got you know a bunch of cars and I'm going over everything, if, that, if that's the only panel. <laughs> but for the, for the most part, I paint uh, I paint right panel, so I don't have to worry about numbers. <laughs> all right. Uh, I do know this all too often for me being like, hey, we should work around you. Like, I look up and you're already putting a background over them. So I, I, I've seen you. I've seen you go over numbers and I've seen that happen. And we all know we get stamped and all that stuff. But I mean, you know, we know the difference. So um, basic, you always get the numbers side? Is that what, is that, what that means? <laughs> yeah, basically, uh, if uh, you're my partner, uh, pretty much you always get the left side. You'll have to paint around the numbers. <laughs> yeah, this uh, this guy, you know, seems like everybody I've painted with in the last handful of years is really, you know, they always want the best, most ideal spot, and I don't give a shit. I've painted a bundle of doors, you know, where everybody's, you know, their vagina's too sore for them to paint the door, apparently, and I'll just do it because they're too sissy to do anything else. But anyways, we'll move on to another question. <laughs> so, um... How, what, I mean, I know personally, but I, some people are asking, you know, the places you've lived and traveled and painted to, I mean, is there a place that you prefer painting at, and did you have a yard without, you know, a specific location that you thought was, like, the best ideal setup for you to paint at? I mean, if you want to share it, cool, describe it. If not, other than that, you know, you can even talk about the rotation of the spot, what kind of cars you got, anything that was really ideal for you to get as productive as possible. Uh, I mean... In Washington, I mean, you know the spot. I mean, you know our favorite spot. I mean, uh-huh. you, can't, you can't beat it right on the water on the beach. I mean, you're talking about, you know, scenery, just relaxing, enjoying, just, you know, chilling out in the spot and having having a good time, yeah. You know, Washington's, you know, right on the beach, a beach spot. I mean, yeah, it's definitely it was a cool spot. You know, the, the shitty thing is, as you know, seasonally up here, we get that that wintertime, uh, you know, moisture in there, make your panels wet, make your paint crack and fall off the damn train. But, yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah, wipe, wiping condensation off of the jackets a bitch. Yeah, I know, I know. Seriously, bringing your, your bundle of sham wild eggs to the yard isn't fun, so. <laughs> uh, I'd say in Arizona, um, I mean, the homies know the spot. They know I had a spot on lockdown that was all day long. I mean, there was no way there was an iller spot than that. I mean, I I really don't want to go into it, but, I mean, the homies know the spot. I mean, you've been to it. You've yeah, been no, I've been there. Do you have, like, okay. maybe do you have one particular mission that you want to tell us about? Don't tell us where it was, but, I don't know, just a really good night or something? Um, I've I've had a few of them. I mean, I don't. I think the best the best nights are when, you know, a lot of the homies just get together and we just smash like end to ends. I mean, I think uh, Russia came down from Canada. Um, Sace was here. Uh, I don't know who else was here in town, but uh, I mean, we painted our first. Uh, UP, uh, excessive height, Armin, whatever you want to call it, the 
the reefer cars. I mean, we painted our first crew end to end on there. That was like massive. So, I mean, that was a pretty hype night. Just everybody getting together and just collaborating on one thing and, and banging it out. I think that was, that was pretty sick. I think you, I think you kind of forgot the part on that train in particular where you guys sketched it, filled it, the workers came and pulled it, and you had to basically work with a new setup they left you and do it all from scratch again. Yeah, pretty much I did the outline, the fill, and um, the workers came and pulled that car, and I had just had, I had enough paint to start and fill a new car, and then I sent the homie to Walmart <laughs> to get more paint. And then so by the time they came back, I had pretty much everything outlined and, and halfway filled in, and then we just went back and filled everything and banged it out. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember hearing that going, you got to be fucking kidding me. But, again, I, I know that you'll spend hours picking whatever it is to get done. So, you know, just committed to finishing it. And so, yeah, it was it was funny to hear, and it was even funnier to see the pictures, and people were going, what's with this one? How come I thought this was finished? Oh, actually, you know what? Remember when the first time you guys came down, uh, it was you, Sweet, Axel, um, you guys came down, and uh, we painted that, that first end-to-end in that spot, and the cops rolled on us? <laughs> yeah. We all bounced, left all the paint in front of the car. We all ran. The cops chased us. And then 20 minutes later, I came back by myself and finished the whole car. All the paint and everything was left there, so I just finished outlining everything put a halo on it, and we were done. <laughs> yeah, that was um, a deal. <laughs> so mentioning yard stories, um, any kind of fights or any altercations that have ever come out from you having to, you know, deal with other writers or, or anybody trying to play, you know, superhero and detain you, any shit like that? Uh, not really. I mean, I chased some, some chumps out of the yard with a hammer before out here, but... Uh, <laughs> Nothing, nothing really. I mean, almost chokes, choke some fools out in the yard up there, but I mean, nothing crazy. I think like when you know, certain people walk walk through a yard, and there's other people you know in there riding, and you know, they name check you, and they're like, oh, oh, okay, cool. Like, why? Wh- what does it matter? You know, if you're not supposed to be in there, you're not supposed to be in there, and you should know better. Just. That's yard etiquette. You know, you weren't given the okay to be in there. Shouldn't be in there. So don't try to fucking name check people in the spot. Like, oh, you're you're who? Oh, okay, you're cool. Well, who the fuck are you? <laughs> because when you leave, I'm just using you as a background. Thanks, bud. <laughs> or I'll just take your shit. I mean, I, I, that's what I think. I mean, if you're gonna you're going to be painting at least, you know, respect, you know, other people's spots. Don't go up in there without, you know, permission. And I think, I think, uh, I think a lot of, at least being out here, I think a lot of kids do that more so out here, you know, and then they're like, oh, well, we've been painting this for so long. Yeah, right. There's been heads out here that have been painting that spot way longer than you, and all of a sudden you just stumble upon it and you're like, oh, this is this is our spot. We're painting it. Mm-mm. So you say there's more more stubborn or clueless kids in Phoenix than there will be Seattle, or are you just saying like in? Oh, I'm in just general? saying in in general. Yeah. Like since I've been out here, and don't get me wrong. I mean, 
the heads out here are, are, are cool, you know? And I think everybody knows who they are. So with that being said and talking about, you know, people and their respect for certain things, what kind of thoughts do you have about the scene now as a collective as compared to what it was when you were coming out? I don't know. I mean, I've been away for, you know, a couple of years that really didn't follow up on what was going on. And I guess the recession hit while I was away. And so a lot of things have changed. A lot of spots are dry, you know. And so, I mean, a lot of kids are trying to struggle to squeeze in panels on whatever they can. And half of the shit is garbage. Right? Half? What's that? <laughs> you say half? Well, I would say like 80%. <laughs> Yeah, we're on the same page with our, our numbers, man. I'm just making making sure. Yeah, I'd probably say. I mean, you scroll down, you know, on the 12 or any website. I mean, half of this shit's like scrub filling garbage. I mean, all right, yeah, I mean, get your numbers up, but still, I mean, half of that shit's garbage. Kids are taking pictures of shit. Why the fuck are you gonna take a picture of some garbage ass shit that you can't even read? You you don't even know what it is, and you're gonna post it on the internet and and jock some fucking little kid's dick and be like, oh yeah, this is this is what I found in the yard today. When there's so many other writers, I mean, that have been doing ill shit and, you know, you're going to put this shit next to it and be like, oh, this is what I found right next to it. I would never do that. It's like, <laughs> it's like shitting in your own house, you know? Hell, you shit on the floor and be like, oh, this is what I found today. Oh, wait a minute. The toilet's right there. I mean, there there's so many good writers out there, and I think they deserve they deserve their respect. But then when you put something next to it, and I mean, it's just like wow, you can actually post something like this or take a picture of it. What does it say about you? You ain't got no taste. You ain't got no respect. I don't know. Well, I think in general too, it's funny because nowadays it's all digital. It doesn't cost anything to take a photo. I mean, plenty of people used to have their photos and after they got developed. But I mean, I guess if I if I ran the website, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, dude, why are you even posting that? <laughs> well, let me ask you a couple other things. Um, as far as what you think is quality on trains and what isn't, I mean, what do what do you feel that was your angle on why you were trying to do? You know, I mean, a real big-ass pieces, you know, and, and well, from the big backgrounds, the big pieces and the size and scale on your own, you know, with no real partner there. And, you know, obviously you had some times, but I'm saying for the most part, you, you'll go out and do it on your own. But, I mean, was there an angle you had on really trying to do big things and kind of setting a standard for trying to do solo end-to-ends or, or real big things on your own? Uh, I guess, I guess, you see, like, majority of the cars... I mean, they're excessive height, you know, the high cubes or, you know, extendo cars. So you have room to actually blast out, you know, enormous pieces. So you might as well utilize the space that you have. And plus, I mean, I used to rack a bunch, so I had always a, a bundle of paint just stacked up. So, you know, I could burn right through it. I mean, I remember, like, painting a piece and driving on the freeway and looking over and I, out of all the cars, I could see my own piece the best. I mean, it was visible, clear. I mean, you knew what it said. So, I mean, painting that big and, you know, utilizing the space for what it is, I, I think that's 
pretty much my goal. I mean, I also, like, my influences, I guess, would be, you know, 80s, you know, late 70s, 80s subway cars, you know, those real big, grimy, like, clean, but, you know, font type of, you know, legible letters, you know, using real ill colors and, and just, you know, working with that. So kind of expanding off that, as far as typography goes and font work, do you just, do you tend to lean toward that or do you tend to really like that because to you it's, it has like, has a, a certain feel to it or what is it that does it for you? I don't know, man. We've been doing it for so long. It's just like, <laughs> it's second nature. Like, oh, okay, we'll just paint something that's legible and clean rather than, you know, going off of, I guess, a style. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, you know, painting wild style or, or, you know, painting your own style, you know, as long as it's, you know, clean or, you know, whatever. This is just my my personal preference. I like to, right. I like to paint clean, legible, big letters. The reason I was referencing that is because you made reference to the fact that it was kind of, you know, it, 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 the 80s kind of shit stood out to you. And, I mean, I think that seeing a handful of dudes on one car really kind of striving to find a way to pull it together, whether it was their letters or, you know, spell outs that were the same style lettering or whatever it was, it just, to me, I figure you and I are on the same page with that based on the fact that this has a really crisp, classic, clean look to it that, yeah. that if you apply it, it's going to stand out so much more thematically and looks like it looks professional. I don't want to sound corny, but I mean, it looks professional. It seems to me, in my opinion, it just seems tied together and comes together so much more than just the randomness of a couple different people coming together, which happens commonly, but at the same time, too, I feel like it kind of brings it back. It brings back that old feel. Yeah, and I think, you know, we put a new twist on it. You know, I just want to give credit to, you know, the people who did it first, you know, but I also want to, you know, make sure that we put our own twist on it. So, you know, it's our, it's our own little thing. I think that, you know, the way that we paint our style, you know, we mesh really well doing what we do. And I think, you know, the cleanliness, tying in colors and making everything cohesive as one rather than pitter-pattering shit and trying to patch it together. You know, I think our version of it, you know, is more modern, I guess. Uh, <clears throat> no, I feel I you. Know. I mean, everything yeah. you think makes sense. I mean, I feel the same way, and clearly we vibe on it, but, I mean, to explain this to someone in words is a little more complicated than just knowing where it's at and doing it, you know? So I hear you. I guess going back to the the first or second question, you know, how do I mentally prepare or prepare for it? I mean, it's just having having the letters that we want already out and ready to paint and then just utilizing whatever colors we have and matching everything up. I mean, that's pretty much our approach. You know, if we're going to do characters or some type of theme, you know, integrating that into it and and actually doing it, you know, once you actually have everything lined up and have everything prepared and then you go to the spot and you start, you know, laying colors, you know, on top of colors and putting everything together and then watching it come to life, I think that's part of 
you know, the fun in doing this is actually seeing something produced and, and the final outcome is just, you know, a sick ass train. Cool, cool. Well, um I agree with you hundred percent clearly, but I was gonna I was gonna ask you something else in reference to that. A long time ago I remember reading an interview with some of those uh old timers and I wanna say it was like a stress magazine or something like that and one of the things they said was I can't remember if it was band two or something, he said something along the lines of the success of a writer depends on his partner and the size of his rack. And you made reference to the fact that you rack a lot. I mean, wouldn't you say your angle on having like a lot of paint on hand really does help you when it comes down to you pulling in ends and big things off? I mean, in general, do you feel like it's just, it's important to have a, just a, a ton of paint for you to pick from? Is it just crucial for you? Because I know for myself, when I get what I would consider low on paint, other people would think, you know, fuck, that's a lot of paint. And I think you said yeah. it's So your thoughts on that? I mean, regardless if you buy your paint or if you rack your paint, if you got a grip of paint, and I mean, I don't know, for us, a grip of paint is a few hundred cans, you know, on hand at all times. You know, you got your primary colors, your blacks, your whites, reds, blues, whatever. And then, you know, you have your accent colors. I mean, you got your bright pinks, your greens, yellows, you know, all that. So, I mean... I always like to have like six of each color always on hand because I, I burn through his rip of paint. So, I mean, uh, you're talking, you know, hundreds of cans on, on hand. I mean, if you got it like that, you really don't have to worry about it. You're just like, okay, where are the trains at? Because <laughs> I got all the paint, so where are the trains at? That's pretty much your own, your only worry. Okay. How am I going to get over tonight? Where am I going to paint? Paint so, having paint is not an issue when, if you have it like that. So, so due to the fact that you clearly believe in racking your paint, which is which is great, you um, paint brands, uh, European, American. You know, what I mean, I know you don't really mess with any of European stuff. So, your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, I stick to pretty much. Rustoleum, just because it's, it's trains, you know, it lasts longer. It's gloss, it's gonna stand out. I think a little bit longer. Some people prefer to use the European stuff, which is fine. That's their own preference. But I'm not gonna sit there and knock knock the people that use it. It's just my preference is pretty much Rusto. I don't I, I don't care for Krylon. It's too watery now. But. So, so you made reference to, to some of the things scrolling on screens and checking things out on the internet. I mean, in general, how do you feel about the internet nowadays and, and it's and, you know, and what and how much it's changed for CD and, and if you like it, if you don't like it, you know, um, good, bad and different, what do you think it's doing to the next generation of writers? It's definitely uh, you know, connecting people, I guess. And I think it's I guess it's good for the scene as a whole, but then again, you have people that sit there and copy everything you do. I mean, a trainer pops up, and next thing you know, like a month later, the same exact panel painted by some other stupid little kid is on the internet, and you're like, what the hell? Did I paint that in someone else's name? Really? <laughs> So, I mean, you think in general, though, it has its upside at the same time. 
it has its downside, like kids just taking the easy route and not having to figure shit out. I mean, nowadays you can log on and say, I'm going to go to shaklackclack.net and order the next set of ultra mega thin laser caps and put them on my fancy paint. And I mean, in general, you think it's, it's, it's good because it brings people together, but at the same time, it might make it bad because it's a lazy shortcut for other people. Yeah, I mean, I would have to agree on that. I mean, <laughs> I remember. I mean, we didn't have, we didn't really grow up, or you know, start doing this with the internet. You know, I had to, I had to go rack testers, and you know, <laughs> use testers. <laughs> or I can order stuff off of the internet and so they're going to Michael's with a razor blade and, you know, popping the caps off of tester cans. You know, the whole, whole rack of tester cans would be empty. All, all the cap tips would be empty, you know, walking out of there with a pocket full of testers. You know, now you can just, you know, click and get your credit card number and, you know, order a bajillion set of tips and Oh yeah, dude, I can do clear tags and oh man, I got all, all these fat cats. That don't mean shit if you're painting garbage. You're wasting paint. <laughs> so would you say that um kids were wasting their paint and uh, you just don't like their graffiti, would you refer to it as a, a base of a primer or how would you refer to that? <laughs> no, I mean <laughs> clearly clearly times are tough and uh you know, you see people squeezing on panels and side busting other kids. You know, it, things are gonna happen. I'm not. I'm not saying I go over everybody, but I mean, I give. I give the respect that uh, you know people deserve on the rails. If uh, if you don't earn it, forget about it. So gone over. So that production that we had planned, it was called Operation Clean Sweep, Go Over All the Kids. You don't want to do that one anymore? <laughs> yeah. Okay, we won't do that. look like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm clowning. I'm just clowning. Um, no, you're not an asshole. You'd never go over anybody. So, um, mentioning new kids, though, is there any new kids out there who stuff you see that you really do respect? I mean, stuff. Like youngsters you like and you see their stuff and you're like, oh shit, I, I've never heard of that guy or, you know, who who is that and, you know, it's, it's kind of good. Who is, you know what I mean? Is there anybody nowadays you're seeing that you didn't see a couple of years ago kind of coming out and doing it or you actually like it? Uh, I see Curse Beast in it. Every, you know, every time I click on the internet, I fools up. Um, I think his partner Rio It's pretty fresh. Um... I don't really know, man. I mean, it's just been a minute. It's, I mean, I don't even know who's new. I mean, I know, like, old, older older cats, you know, that I that I like seeing up. Who are they? But I don't. Huh? Who are the older kids that you like seeing? Um, I think. I like seeing a part, Jace. Uh, I like seeing Tybo. I remember catching, uh, who else? Dicer. Catching those dudes on RJ Corman's. Um, who else did we see? I mean, we saw, you know, 
I mean, I know that we're, we're out there. We would catch, I mean, from, from kick and bud and yeah, kick so, and mower and warping those guys, all those, all those guys from RMF. I mean, you know, there was a lot of guys that you and I really, you know, kind of, kind of really dug on the same tip, but I mean, if there's anyone who stood out to you, you know, not necessarily as an influence, but people whose graffiti you just play on like seeing, I mean, I think you and I are both Jekka fans. I mean, I think you like Jekka stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I think there's a handful of people out there. I mean, anyone you can think of, you know what I mean, that, that kind of I mean, did, it, did it for you then. Like, like back in the day, like the um, old school A2Ms, I mean, they were doing it big back then, you know, when we were coming out. Uh-huh. Um, Cameo. To put back in the day, right? Old Casso stuff. Yeah. So I mean, it's just like classic Northwest, you know, and you know, LA, like LA free riders. I don't know. I mean, just people, you know, back in the you know late nineties, mid nineties. Right, right, right. All that stuff that you kind of came out on, and yeah, a couple years even ago. I mean, you you can't find a lot of that shit on the rails, and all those cars are gone. Yeah, stamped over. So, you know, when when you come across something like that, man, it's like wow, damn. And you see a '96, you know, tag thrown up next to it, and you're like, damn. <laughs> I got I got to go home tonight because I'm not going over that. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of spoke on that before too. And in my opinion, it's, it's critical for you to leave that old shit alone because, I mean, any other way, it's just a slap in the face of history, man. You need to get some common sense, and you know, guaranteed. I mean, guaranteed. You got to be real. You got to be real ill to burn something to begin with that you feel like you should go over. But on top of that, it's like you know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna spit in your uncle's face. You know what I mean? You're not gonna pick a fight with your elder. You know. You yeah. can't do that. And I mean, you came from a family similar to mine in that old school, real respectable type um, belief system, you know? So you and I just, we click on that naturally, but I'm saying it's just good to reinforce that to other people too. Because nowadays, man, you see fucking idiots out there just going over damn near everybody, leaving their shit hanging out on the side, even when they, I mean, they shouldn't be doing it. And on top of that, they didn't even do it right, you know? So. Yeah, if you go over me, please cover me up. Don't leave me hanging out because I'll be pissed. <laughs> that's a lot of fucking pain you gotta waste <laughs> so um, you kind of touched on it earlier and I know some of the, the kids on Deja's site uh, wanted to ask this question and of course it's up to you to answer that if you feel like recording it but the fact that you were gone for a minute you were out of the scene you were away quote unquote um, is there a way you want to sum that up to anybody or you just want to go ahead and say I've been gone for a minute I mean the the people closest to me know what's going on. I don't really think I need to elaborate on anything like that or, or give any details. I mean, if, if you know those of you that want to know, ask somebody that knows me. I'm not going to talk about it. Well, no, I I, uh, I got you. I got you. Yeah, that's um had to ask. It's uh, <laughs> it's on new lips. <laughs> so um. You know, I mean, you and I have come across some, some crazy hobos uh, before in the past. I mean, you and I have seen some shit, drunk fuckers falling out of boxcars with no teeth screaming at us and shit in the middle of the night. Any, any real ill hobo stories, um, any shit like that, uh, and how, what's your feeling on train culture as a culture? I mean, besides the foodie, just like everything that goes in with respect for the rails as far as the, the workers and 
the people who ride the rails before us. Oh no, I really haven't seen any anybody riding the rails since you know, like early two thousand. You know, I don't think we've ran into anybody just like hopping out of boxcars. And you see like bums, you know, drinking in there, like passed out, but I don't think you see people like hopping too much, you know, anymore. Maybe geographically where you're at, but I think where we were on, on that main line trying to get there to Canada, I think it was a stop for people to really look at it as an access point. But I mean, well, with Homeland Security now, I mean, even now, I don't, I don't even think because I mean they pretty much cut all the short lines out. So, I mean, just that long haul from you know where we were at to Canada, good luck getting across. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was seriously, dude. Like, when was the last time you saw someone? Like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, just, I'm hopping to Vancouver. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't really see it happening nowadays. I mean, before I, I'd see, you know, people trying to hop out and around the yards, but it's not anymore. You know, it's different now. Yeah, I mean, as far as like hobo stories, I don't know. Nothing, nothing too crazy. I mean, dudes asking us to smoke crack, though. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I mean, I had, dude, uh, you guys want to smoke some rock? What? <laughs> you you mind if we smoke some crack? I'm like, mm, I'm good, man. You can go ahead. <laughs> uh, that was fine, and yeah, because I remember you were painting, and I was trying to kind of keep six because it was really that little dip, and the dude came walking down the hill, and I was like, oh shit, who the fuck is this? So I ended up talking to him, and the guy starts, yeah, I'm just I'm just chilling out, trying to smoke a little bit. Oh, okay, we had not a big deal with each other, you know. <laughs> Fucking ask us if we want crack. I'm like. Damn, dude. Um, no, I'm cool on the crack. I appreciate the offer and shit. Let's get the fuck out of here. I mean, he was generous, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, I was good. <laughs> Nothing like a generous crack I know we were stealing your shit, but, you know, hey, he's offering to share his crack. That was nice. Yeah, you were nice. <laughs> um, so, any real, ch- any real chase stories, any shit like that that you want to share that you might have had to deal with in the past? Um, I mean, I'm trying to think. I mean, Lord knows for the for the record, this guy doesn't really run too common, and he tends to he tends to play it pretty lean on the figure out what it is before you bolt. But for the sake of conversation, this motherfucker's like a gazelle. If something happens, I get ghosts. I'm gone, right? Like I'll bolt and I say gone. But this, where I'm getting to go to be gone, this fucking fool will outrun you. Quick, fast, like Ben Johnson in the Olympics, you know, he goes fast. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, the the last probably time we got chased was when that cop rolled on us when we were paying that end to end, and I was gone. You guys were like, <laughs> I was like, are you guys serious right now? Because there's a cop back there. <laughs> uh, don't be knocking my lung health uh, here, track star. I mean, I tend to think I'm, you know, decent shape, not a fucking trap or anything. Um, but uh, we'll move on from that. <laughs> what would you say that your best year in graffiti was? I mean, as far as, you know, productivity and everything that you have going for you, you know. I, I, I'd say probably 05, 06. Okay. I think, yeah, probably. I mean, what was it for you, though? Was it yards, weather, I mean, paint stash? Was it just the perfect storm for you to get busy? I would say, yeah. I mean, I had a pretty large rack. Uh, I had a chick that lived right across the street from the yard that every morning they'd pull new boxers in and she'd call me and tell me what they had so I knew what I was painting that night and it was pretty much on the daily and then I also had uh, the homie that um, 
will give you the update on the, you know, on the reefers. So we started paying the reefers too, and everything was good. That was, that was good times, you know. Well, I am about at the end of my list and about at the end of everything I can think of because you and I talk multiple times in the day anyways. I guess so half the, time, half, <laughs> half the time we talked about shit and I couldn't even remember to put in this interview anyways. What were you going to say, Deja? I've got some questions. So, um, Go ahead. This is kind of an, an ETC interview, so how did tell me about the crew. How did you get involved with it? How did, how did it come about? Um, well, I can tell you the fact of the matter is that the Canadian dudes were, you know, doing their own collective thing first. But because we are on the north end of Seattle and where we stayed at, stayed at or are from, we caught such an influx of Canadian graffiti, like I said, coming south. Our stuff was in going north to the, this paper mill spot as well. And so they happened to see us. We happened to see them. I knew a girl who happened to be friends with Wrestler's roommate, and they got to talking one day, and next thing you know, they connected us because she was up there and mentioned our names. And next thing you know, we started talking on the phone and uh, tried to go up there. And so we got turned away at the border because apparently our criminal backgrounds weren't too generous at the border. <laughs> so we got turned away. They tried coming down. They were drunk and had records. So they got turned away or something happened. I don't know. But they ended up coming down later, and we kind of tried to put them around Seattle, which is, a, you know, is and was a joke compared to the Canadian yard. So, you know, they stumbled around, and half the time they just wanted to hang out, and we just all kind of became good friends. And uh, Snafu wants to expand on that. Please do. Um, I just pretty much, whatever uh, APIC does, I'm, I'm down with. As long as it gives me, you know, gives it okay, I'm, I'm cool with it. <laughs> so, I, I really don't, uh, to be honest with you, man, I really don't associate with too many other writers. So if he says it's good, I'll take his word for it. Cool. Um, another question. I know they're all sort of your your children, but uh, do you have a favorite piece, like a favorite train that's out there? Um, I don't know. I mean, there's there's been some pretty cool cars that you know we've got bid on, but uh, I don't know. Like I think the last like really really ill car that I did was probably like the icy car where I used the, the icy logo and letters and, and, uh, just took that kind of theme and, and went with it. Cool. You had the, you had the bear floating on the big old chunk of ice, like cast surfing it, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Nice. I think that, I think that was, was one of the last, last cars I painted or last series of cars before uh, I went away. Cool. Uh, do you remember the first train you painted? Ooh wee. I don't know. <laughs> it's, probably gar- it's probably gone over by now. Some probably went over it. But you don't remember the first time you went to the yards? The Yeah, I mean, it was, I remember it clearly. I mean, just going to the yard and trying to, trying to paint this, garbage ass sketch I drew out. <laughs> and uh yeah. It was oh, I can't even remember what I used. I probably used like uh I think like moss green and then inlined it with uh like uh it would have been probably like jade or something like that. Yeah, it was pretty lame. Black outlines, 
Do you know who you were with? Uh, I was by myself. Oh, really? Yeah. Actually, you know what? I think, I think, uh, yeah, that would be it. I uh, painted some fishes, too, after that. A <laughs> <laughs> couple of those fishes. You know, what's funny is because I remember I was painting one night in this yard where we lived in the general area, and if I'm correct, when I was painting, and I didn't think anybody was watching, you know, in the dark in the yard, I came back the next day to get flicks, and there was a fish painted in the car next to us. And I later found out, if I'm right, didn't you say you saw us? You were like, came down into the yard and were like posted up watching us, waited till we left? Yeah, I just posted up and watched these fools paint their car, and then they left, and then um, I got biz after they were done. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the clown and the most clown and shit to me, because, you know, when you're thinking to yourself, you're ha you hear a noise and you look back in the bushes, and you're like, all right, it's nothing. <laughs> yeah, I just I just sat on the stairs and just watched these fools paint, and they are freaking being retards in the yard, <laughs> laughing. I was like, oh, okay. Let me just post up and see what's going on. <laughs> oh, it's all love right there. That's all. Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> so any, any other questions, though, from, from your and Deja? I'm trying to think. Um, any other names? I mean, anything anything embarrassing before Snafu? Mmm... I kinda I kinda wrote like two names at once and then you know, I just really wasn't feeling one of the other names. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I I think I, I chose a, a better choice. Yeah, I, I would say so. Give the name uh, just like my my previous names too, Deja squeezed that out of me, but yeah, um, stay strong and don't share that. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> we need a mystery. Well, uh, yeah. Do you have any closing comments? Any anything to say? In closing, um, just big ups to my crew, man, holding things down when I was away. Uh, all the homies out here in Arizona uh, doing it. I appreciate uh, you know all the love I got when I got out here. Um, you know, I gotta gotta give thanks to my homeboy Space for. Uh, let me uh, stay at his crib and, uh, you know, all the, all the people that support me, you know, I'd say, uh, you know, thanks for the love. Cool. Thank, thanks to my boy, Asif. <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, I guess I got one more question. If, um... I like girls. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's answer my question. I was going to ask him if he wanted to explain his blatant homosexuality, but he just told me he likes girls. So it's, it's Actually, if you guys are keeping me from something right now, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I think that's it. I think that's it. I mean, I was going to try to share something else. But, I mean, Lord knows that we should not stand in the way of, of uh, vagina, so let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well... Thanks, man. I appreciate it. And um, there you have it. And then, yeah, I basically need a lot of photos from you. <laughs> so for all the right, uh, I'll see what I can dig up. I'm sure majority of stuff's floating around. Uh, I might have some of my older stuff, but I don't really want to. <laughs> I should send you the, the pictures with the uh, with my ex girlfriend, like post. <laughs> 
posed up in front of my train to the topless. <laughs> yeah, dude, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that'd be dude, great. I, I mean, that? stuff that stuff that people wouldn't just find on Flickr. You know what I mean? Like shots that you would have yeah. that you have that no one else has. I could I could try and dig through some things and see if I can find anything that's worthy. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I I really I don't really care for my stuff that much. I mean, there's some. Some stuff that's all right, but you know, I'm, I'm my my own worst critic. So, what about you, Isaac? Do you have this? Do you have lots of his photos? You never send me any photos. Never mind. <laughs> Dude, he can't get this guy to do anything, man. I swear. He never you sends me man. anything. He's always trying to. You're talking to two dudes who are the worst documentarians of their own graffiti. Like, I'm not even bullshitting you. We are the fucking worst. We are the the pinnacle of bad. So, no, that's cool. I'll, I'll dig them up. But if you find any of your topless ones, that'd be great. <laughs> oh, I, I know I got those in the files. Those are G files right there, man. I got to look and see if I can find those. <laughs> yeah. Hope I don't get any trouble for it. But, yeah. Sounds good. No, I think the interview turned right. out well. Um, I think the quality is okay. Just have ASIC listen to it and whatever he says to cut out and just cut out. I, I think the only thing you said was you said you said at the very beginning instead of safe. I think you said that. That's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, probably. I'll do the I'll do the train engine thing, the whistle. <laughs> yeah, he does this thing to edit people out. He's like, yeah, I'm not. I call people by their first name instead of their graffiti name. I just, that's how I am. I don't like being like, hey, yo, Asik, uh, yo, come over here for a minute. I'm not like, hey, uh, yo, uh, Sace, hey, uh, what's up, buddy? What's going on? Uh, that's cool. Yeah. So I'll, I'll bleep that one out. But... All right, cool, man. Well, well uh, I, pre- I appreciate you having me on, man. That's cool. Yeah, thanks for doing it. I I think it I think it's gonna be good. All right, man. Well, uh, I'm sure we'll be in touch soon. Okay, cool. See you later, right. AC. Take care. <laughs>